0: Hi everyone and welcome to the second in a series of podcasts from Exmoor Character Cottages. It's Cottages Uncut. Today I'm talking to Lucy Green about the standards of hygiene at the Cottages, the cleaning and housekeeping team and how we're preparing to reopen our doors in a little over two weeks time. We hope you enjoyed today's podcast and look forward to welcoming you again soon. So tell me a little bit about the cleaning at at the Cottages Lucy.
1: So well, we've always done a lot of serious cleaning here Mm. and we've always done deep cleaning between lets Um, and we have a big team of housekeepers as you know there's a team per cottage uh, who know the cottage really well inside and out they are older cottages they're older properties so they have their own unique little quirks so they have you know tiny windows in places or some you know strange uh, holes in walls uh, which are historical features and part of the listing. Um, But since Covid hit last year, we have introduced a Covid cleaning protocol, which is an enhancement of what we've always done, really.
0: So this this cleaning protocol, I know uh, from experience that there's a lot of checklists involved in cleaning and hygiene standards in hospitality. How many checklists and protocols have we got here? Yes,
1: that's right. So we have a checklist for each cottage. They're Mm -hmm. all different. Um, and they are a minimum of 150 items. Uh, some of them go up to 180. That's just in the cottages. Remember that we have separate ones for the three hot tubs that we have as well. Um, so what happens is the cleaning team arrive at 10. They start their work. Uh, we clean till lunchtime, which is one. We all stop and have lunch together outside. And then um myself and at least one other member of the team have a checklist per cottage and we go into the cottages at lunchtime and then throughout the afternoon and we check uh, the kitchen, we check the front room, we check the bedrooms so that way we know that we're on top of it because we have to be out by five o'clock that's when guests arrive and we aim for four so we've got an hour for the product to dry um, and then uh, we back out clean as well so once they've deep cleaned And we've used the relevant cleaners and the cleaning products that kill the viruses, for instance, or fogging, which we'll talk about later. Mm. Um, I go in with this checklist and a clipboard and a pen and check everything in great detail. So there's a lot of, you know, looking under beds, opening cupboards, looking on top of things. Um, You know, it's, it's a huge amount of attention to detail.
0: And that's what's so great, isn't it? I mean, that when a guest walks in... It's like they're walking into a new house but with these incredible features these yes. incredible older worldy features this back out cleaning now mm. i've read about this on the internet what is back out cleaning
1: so what that means is when you go into the property and you go into a room for the first time no one else will have touched a surface and left you know the potential of you picking something up from them so we have already cleaned we've polished we've hoovered Uh, If it's a bathroom, we've used the relevant cleaning products. You know, we've used the stainless steel cleaner or or our white vinegar that we use. Um, And then we go back when I'm doing the check with a sterilizing fluid. Mm -hmm. And as we check things and I touch things, that surface is wiped down again. So every hard surface, every door handle, every worktop, you know, every door, every handrail is cleaned again. So when I say back out, no one else is going to go back in that room until a guest arrives. And we actually have little sweet little labels that we hang on the doorknob to say the room has been cleaned.
0: It's fantastic, isn't it? And um, and I've got to ask you about this. The, those smoke bombs that you're using. Yeah. What's all that about? <laughs> I mean, I couldn't believe it last summer. I walked into uh, a, a room and my God, it was like, I don't know. It's like a fog and a mist in there. What
1: what is it? Well, that is uh, that that's something we call them foggers. They're Mm -hmm. also known as sanitizers. Um, And what that is, it's a chemical that gets released in the air. We use canisters. There are um, there sort of machines you can buy, but we don't like the machines so much. Um, So what we have is a canister. It's one per room. And you let the canister off in the middle of the room and you leave the room for an hour and a half. You take anything out of that room, so no pets, no people, no plants is the rule. We don't go back in for an hour and a half, and then I normally go in, or one of the senior housekeepers, we open all the windows, we leave it again for about half an hour. And what that fogger does, it does make the room go misty, and it goes on every surface, um, but mainly it's about cleaning fabrics, so sofas, carpets, um, the four poster beds with the drapes, the duvets. The rugs, the curtains, anything that we can't take off and wash is sanitised. So it literally kills all the bacteria in a safe way. Yes. So
0: could you, for argument's sake, I don't know, um, take the cushions off a sofa and put them into a room which was being fogged and it will do that as well? Then?
1: Absolutely. And we do that. So, um, that you know, you can do a whole hallway, but you want to be shutting the top of that hallway. You want to shut the bedroom door, but, you know, we do move things around so that if we let the fog go off, um, given that we can't go into that area for an, at least an hour and a half and mostly it's two hours before we'll go back um, We want to use as much as we can We want to get as much in there as we can
0: So the birds were tweeting and a helicopter was flying over at the time So we had to pause for a few seconds But I thought it'd be interesting to talk to Lucy about the team um, and how each of them love their individual cottages so
1: We have a regular team of people who work direct for Exmoor character cottages. They're not agency staff, they're Mm. employed by us. Um, They work every single changeover and they tend to do their own cottages. So they know those properties really well. We have definitely two people in each cottage, sometimes three, just depends what day of the week it is. So if it's a Sunday and we were working in the sweet shop, say for a changeover, Jackie and Maddie, who are our normal team would do that. And then we would probably have one or two other people because We don't all want to be there from 10 till 5 on a Sunday. Um, And we are a team of experienced housekeepers, so everybody is... um, You're required to think when you're cleaning. It's not um, a monotonous job of just shoving the hoover under the sofa and hoping for the best. There's a lot of thinking goes into this, particularly with the COVID rules. There's a lot of chemicals to use. You have to think about the timing of that. If you're going to fog in two or three rooms, remember I said it takes two hours, So. You need to get that whole cottage cleaned in seven hours, so you can't have half the rooms out of action. Um, And also, there's a lot of methodical thinking. You've got to do a whole kitchen. Everything in that kitchen has got to go through the dishwasher or be cleaned at 60 degrees, which takes a lot of time if you think about how many things are in a kitchen. And our kitchens are very well stocked, as you know.
0: And I think for me it was watching um, Susie last year in, in Stone Barn which I found absolutely incredible that it, it was the attention to detail, mm. the way that the beds were made, the way that the, the rugs were cleaned. Yeah,
1: and rolling the towels the, up in a particular way, yeah, yeah. all of that, the way we lay the toiletries out, everything is thought about and we look at everything and make sure it's absolutely perfect before people can come in. Yeah,
0: I just remember seeing her in the shower. Not literally, no, not literally. (laughs) No, Sorry, I didn't walk in there just in case you're listening. Um, Just seeing you in the shower and and standing there to make sure that every last sort of crease was done. Everything was just perfect. I mean, I would
1: say everyone is very fastidious. There's Mm. a huge amount of attention to detail and pride in our work. We often say, you know, we leave the cottage and we look at it and think we'd love to be in there. We'd clean to a very high standard. The housekeepers are experienced. They've been doing it a really long time and they want to leave the properties looking wonderful. Um, And I know sometimes guests arrive a little bit um, uh, early and they see the team and they're often amazed at how many of us come out of these cottages because on a Friday, as well as the housekeepers, you know, there's a gardener. There's often someone doing maintenance, which will be a regular person like Mark, our decorator, or Sam, our carpenter. Steve and June, who do the hot tubs and, and um, look after the supplies, which in itself is a big job. There's you doing uh, marketing and risk assessments. And I'm running around with checklists. You know, there's a lot of us on site. Mm. Um, so I think sometimes people are, I don't know, I think they maybe they think four or five of us do this. This is a, a 12 person job.
0: Yeah, and uh, it's the time that really struck me last year in the summer, just seeing quite how long it takes to do. You know, this isn't an hour per cottage. This, no. is, this is a deep clean, isn't it?
1: Every single time. And, you know, like I said, Visit England, had, when they assessed us and rated us, they said these are cleaned to a very high standard and we got highly commended on that. That was pre-COVID. Now, um, I know we leave and we feel those cottages are cleaned to uh, absolute imma- they are immaculate when people come into them. And we got a lot of comments last year from guests, some of whom were really quite worried about travelling and I spent a lot of time talking to people and explaining what we did and how we clean. Um, so I'm really pleased. I think we, you know, we have really stepped up to it. And it is because we have a regular team of uh, happy housekeepers and we do really love our jobs. And we really like working together as well. And I think that shows, Um, I'm sure you remember last year when we had the BBC here, um, one of our crew was working in the cottages and the cameraman said to me, "Um, how will I know I found them? And I said, you'll hear them laughing. Mm. and he 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 went in came out and said what a wonderful place to work i'd love to work here if i wasn't a cameraman yeah
0: yeah and that's great and i think that you certainly when i was doing your independent risk assessment mm. uh, last year as, as we've done already this yeah. year for reopening is it did tick a lot of boxes and we did have to ask a lot of questions and yes. and just check that things are above what is expected yeah. by uh by a lot of the independent risk assessors out there and I know that we've got uh, assessments for PASC and UK hospitality, uh, Hospitality, AA
1: and obviously visit England good to go which is the one that most people will be familiar with Mm. Um, but you know we know last year when we did it we said we would go through as many of the risk assessments to make sure there wasn't any stone left unturned we really went over and above I think Mm. and you know, I have had people say to me, "Oh, other cottages aren't done like this and you sure you're not doing too much." I don't think we are, actually. I think we are doing what we need to do and perhaps we do a little bit more, but we have a lot of pride in our work and we think about what we're doing. So, I always speak to guests before they arrive. So, if somebody's got special needs, someone is isolating, um, you know, somebody's been at home the whole time of lockdown which we've had, we will actually fog the entire house and The housekeepers know that when we arrive and they are very, you know, they want to know who's coming. They want to understand who the guests are and make it perfect for them. So it's a customised job as well. It's not just going in, quickly cleaning the shower, you know, running down with a cloth and hoping for the best. This Mm. is not what we're doing. This is very, very high standard cleaning.
0: It is. And, And I guess what's the point of having, you know immaculate cottages and incredible interior design and you know absolutely wonderful uh, cottages wonderful accommodation if the cleaning's not right you know it is a complete to pack, be honest it's
1: it? the most important thing isn't it when mm. you go into anywhere um, that you're staying it, it would absolutely shake your confidence if you went in and thought oh that doesn't look quite right or, mm. this doesn't smell right or and you know what we don't want is you go in and it smells like a hospital we certainly don't want that and that's why we have that hour rest period where the chemicals are drying but we you know we also have you come in and it just smells wonderful yeah. fresh and the environment is calm and you just feel right i can kick my shoes off sit down and just relax and that is what we want people to do
0: yeah it's time for a happy holiday and uh, and i guess for me one of the ways that i feel like i'm on holiday is taking a dip in the pool or in a hot tub. yeah, And uh, you know we spent a lot of time last year looking at hot tub protocols and what could be permissible under Covid and one of the surprises I had last year is that there's absolutely no known infection of Covid Mm -hmm. uh, via any hot tub or swimming pool Mm -hmm. and they're actually a very Covid secure environment because of the chemicals uh, which are used in there. So how do you, as if you like the responsible person for Exmoor character cottages, how do you look after the hot tubs and make sure they're safe for guests?
1: We have one person who's dedicated to the hot tub, Steve, mm. who many of the guests will know. Um, he's a very shy and retiring character, <laughs> ba- barely says a word, and um, he follows a very strict protocol. So we have our own protocol which is based on industry guidance, uh, we have a normal operating procedure, we empty the tubs regularly. Uh, guests know that on a Thursday, if they're checking out on a Friday, They may have to give up the tub at five o'clock so we can empty it, do a deep clean, fill it and start the heating process. Because it takes overnight to heat a hot tub to 38 degrees. We have big tubs Um, and Steve comes in every single day, checks the chemicals, records them and adjusts them as they're needed. They are very, very clean. Um, And I think that is why people love going in them because you, you know, you go in, you can see the bottom of the tub and there's Mm. nothing in it apart from your feet. That's what you want. And, you know you're in a beautiful garden as well the whole area is kept very clean um, so I think people should be feel very confident that it's fine to be in a hot tub and remember it's just your group that will be in it it's not like a swimming pool you're not sharing it with other people it's just you for the whole time of your stay
0: mm, that that's what really makes me feel confident that you know it's it's fresh it's ready to get into you know the last thing you want to think of is I'm getting into the previous guest's water
1: absolutely and and I think you know even if you're staying um, where there's a shared swimming pool and you've got your own time slot you're still getting in an area of water that other people are using and if you're really worried about that even though there are chemicals in it there is there is going to be chlorine and bromine or whatever um, you know The hot tub is the answer because these hot tubs belong to each cottage and you're not sharing them with anyone apart from your party
0: yeah they're superb and you only have to have a look at some of our pictures over on instagram and facebook you know the water really does sparkle it does you know that when the sun comes out here
1: they're alive aren't they absolutely incredibly Um, bright and and i have to say steve is very obsessive about the tubs and you know in the same way that we're all obsessive about cleanliness and we have to be Mm. um and, you know, we're regularly researching the chemicals and making sure we're using the right thing. But, you know, there's a huge amount of testing and recording and health and safety that goes on. You know, we've got a whole cupboard dedicated mm-hmm. to the tub at the barn, as you know. Um, and he is in the tubs checking them regularly. Not sometimes literally in them. <laughs> um, yeah,
0: check us out on Instagram for Steve's photos exactly. in the tub. Yeah, yeah he
1: does. Um, he does like to get his shirt off. We always ask for a warning when that's happening. <laughs> um So, yeah, I think we, you know, we take pride in that. And I just think it's part and parcel of the experience of being in somewhere that is really hyper clean. And they're beautiful tubs, as you say. You know, Mm. some of them have got 36 jets. You can sit in there at night, look up at the stars, and you can feel confident that it's safe to do so.
0: Yeah, yeah, I agree. And even down to this wonderful garden room where we're sitting at the moment, it's absolutely spotless. I I know. I just wish... Which my lounge was as clean know, as this. It is
1: lovely. I, I, we've got some really fun things in here. I love that Snoopy collection of, of books and um, it, yeah it, it's just a great place to sit and we're looking out at lovely garden, mm. we can hear the birds, I can hear the sheep, the sun's out, it's beautiful blue and cloudy sky, just you know lovely clouds not grey clouds and I, I'm sure you can hear the birds in the background on the tape you know it's, it's just a lovely day yeah. and it, it's a great place to sit and uh, frankly it's very cosy when it's raining as well. Because mm. I've done a few mad dashes in here in the rain when I've been gardening. And it, it's just beautiful. Pilgrim yep. Corner as well has a huge garden. So when you're in that tub, you have a beautiful view, don't you, of the garden and the St. Michael's Church. Yeah. yeah. Which is very pretty.
0: They are magical gardens. And I reflected a lot on our uh, podcast of last week, you know, where we were talking a lot about gardens. Yep. And, you know, also thinking about the Overland Dunster with its. Uh, with its steep garden up to the actual castle grounds, yes, you know. Yeah,
1: and the courtyard there yeah. is really pretty. Mm. I mean, that's a totally different thing, isn't it? Because that house is very, very old and it is built on the bottom of Castle Hill. Mm. And everything that goes in that garden has to come through the front door. Mm. There is no back way in because that is the castle. Yeah, yeah. Um, so you, you you end up with, uh, you know, legs like mountain goats <laughs> if you're going up and down a lot. Thankfully we have help from our neighbours who help a lot with that which is is brilliant and the courtyard is gorgeous and there's mm, a deck mm. where you get quite a nice view of Dunster as well and again the sounds, you know the church there, St mm. George's Priory Church, that has that lovely carillon of bells mm. doesn't it, um, every four hours. Mm. So if you're up there for a while, you, you tend to hear just lovely bell ringing. I love it. I yeah. think it's really a lovely feature of Dunster.
0: Mm. It's, it's a magical property. You, you, you're stepping back in time yeah. there, and, and you really feel part of the community when you're up in that garden. There's something incredibly special about West Street Dun, in Dunster.
1: Dunster is a very special place, and the Oval, I think, has its own unique atmosphere. There's a lot of wood in that property as well. Mm-hmm. So when you think about cleaning it, Uh, We've got an original oak wooden screen, which Mm. is sort of Henry VIII, so it's a Tudor screen. We've got crack beams that date to 1366, go all the way up to the roof. And if you were in the roof line, which of course you can't be, but I have seen, you can actually see the the smoke embers on the tops of it when it was an open hall house. Mm. So that's how old that property is. And that gives us some challenges with the cleaning. Mm. Um, And even the furniture in there, we've got, you know, a a French... um, Uh, beautiful oak uh, bed 4 poster bed Mm. but that needs a hell of a lot of polishing with you know proper full-on beeswax and that can take some time Mm. but it's a it's a wonderful property with its slightly creaky floors and it's all slightly wonky because it's on a hill Mm. um but you you're in there and it's got sort of six foot walls in part of it particularly at the front and you feel so safe in that house you feel I, I just love it. Yeah. It's got a personality. I mm. open the door and say hello to the house mm. and and Susie and Sue who clean with me on a Saturday, we all do the same. Mm. We talk to it mm. and it seems to respond. Yeah. It, it's weird. People, You wouldn't understand it unless you, you go there. We have so many guests that come only to the Oval yeah. and are very loyal to the house and absolutely love it and get mm. it.
0: And that's interesting for me because everybody that I've spoken to that either stayed with us or planning to stay Mm. with us or works with us here, they have that same attachment to the houses. Yes. You're absolutely right. The oval feels safe and comfortable. The stone barn is absolutely magical for that, uh, almost that guest experience, you know, where you could cook an amazing meal or get Ben to do it for you. Pilgrim for me feels like a house that I could live in and just sit in front of the fire is, is amazing. And the sweet shop is so bright, you know, for a cottage, it's so bright and airy. I think each of the the cottages has something very special, very unique.
1: I would say on Pilgrim, um, in this lockdown particularly, which, you know, January was was tough, it's been dark a lot of the time. Sandy, who is one of the housekeepers there, has been coming in most days and sitting in the house. And, you know, she talks about the house as a she. Mm. And, um, you know, we often say it's so sad that there's nobody coming into the house. And... Mm. I feel like that house is a house that needs to have people in it and this garden it is a stunning garden mm. and you know I'm sorry we can't share some of the tulips that are out today for instance but you can hear the birds singing
0: yeah indeed well I think we're coming to the we end are. of our time but we're so close now aren't we to the 12th of April yes. fingers fingers crossed yes. gonna be a busy time in the next what two weeks before we reopen
1: I think we've got everything under control we've done a lot of work so we've been focusing on the gardens mark our decorator has spent a week doing some mainly exterior work in between a few showers um and he's just finished today we've had sam our carpenter doing some little fixes but nothing major Mm -hmm. um and now we're just ready we're all going to be in on the 9th cleaning and then on the 10th again and then guests will be here i think in the morning on the 12th so um fingers crossed it's all going to be fine I think so I think I think we're at the end of it yeah um, and we're yes we, we are we're ready to go
0: fantastic well there's lots more on the website at export you can check out availability there because we do have some spring availability we do. Um, and then further availability in the autumn and winter which uh, we'd recommend getting in and booking that as soon as possible because as soon as Boris stands up there and tells us we can open, that's it. It'll be uh, it'll be a full house, I think. At, yeah, uh, I mean, we've,
1: we've, we've had a cancellation for an April date. There's a full week in April and mm-hmm. a weekend. And I think, you know, if anyone's thinking about coming, I would say don't wait for Boris because, mm. you know, our bookings are protected anyway. Um, and it's there and it's one of the very few weeks we've got left. I think in june we've only got six nights at pilgrim corner available and mm. everything else is full at the moment so and we have a waiting list so yeah we're looking forward to the houses being full we want to be busy
0: yeah and from we're what you've just said the houses are looking forward to being they, full as they
1: well. are i think yeah mm.
0: they are great well thanks very much for your time thank again you. lucy better get back and have your lunch yes and um well see you in what 10 days time yep. we'll do another podcast then.
1: absolutely thank you
0: all right thanks lucy bye